This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Well, the question for this podcast is how we can glorify God with our money. How can, how can we actually uh, do this? A uh, scenario was, was, um, was written into us. Uh, specifically, uh, if someone has something uh, like a piece of property they've, ha- they've had for many years and it's greatly appreciated over the years, mm. and, uh, and, and then they can sell it and, and greatly profit from a sale like that, you know, how, can it, how and where can it be used to glorify God, um, maybe even aside from giving to a home church? You, know, you give a portion of that to the church, um, maybe where else um, can you uh, give that money where it could be glorifying? Um, should it all go to the church? or maybe other Christian organizations, maybe individuals that have needs. Um, should somebody, this is a good question, should somebody give anonymously uh, in some of those cases, or, or should you attach your name to it? How do you answer questions like this? That's a great question. <clears throat> so let's, ta- let's begin with where the question is specific. You have the piece of property, you, s- you sell it. Where can you give the proceeds if you choose to do that? And I think the, the biblical answer is that's, that's within your own decision-making you know, uh, sphere. I mean, that's not something uh, someone can determine for you. So mm-hmm. your giving needs to be for the glory of God. Your giving needs to be voluntary. Mm-hmm. Your, your giving needs to be generous. And your giving needs to be, to be wise. Mm-hmm. Should I give it to the church? Should I give all of it to the church? What I would say is there's no doubt in the New Testament the heartbeat of God's work in the world is the local church. This is where God's working in and through the local church. My own view is I would want to give money in terms of the priority of my giving. I want the priority of my giving to be the local church. There are, though, other opportunities to give. Uh, I'm thinking now about Christian schools, colleges. Mm -hmm. There are even some parachurch ministry organizations that are are worthy of, of money. I think about uh, pregnancy assistance centers, things oh, of that true. nature, yeah. where, where you can uh, give in a way that glorifies God, and, and it's, it's not the local church. People in your life may have needs that you're aware of, mm-hmm. and you have opportunities to give, to mm-hmm. give there, and that's what, what a blessing for those people when you're able to do that. And some of it the Lord may want you to keep for your own, your own life and your own, uh, own ongoing you know, way to, to make a living. So, so there's great variety there. No one should impose on you what you do. I do know the, the priority of God in the New Testament is the church. And so I would think first there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even ask leaders in your church, if you have a faithful church, faithful elders, ask them for advice and guidance about what to do to do with that. If, if it's a faithful church with faithful elders, mm-hmm. the answer will not just be give it, give it to our church. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be some thoughtfulness about mm-hmm. it. So, so you'll get good advice there. Do that. In terms of the anonymity of it, I think about, again, there's variety there. In the earliest part of the book of Acts, when you have people from all over you know, the known world coming to the city of Jerusalem, and there thousands are converted, and there's one church at the time, and it's in Jerusalem, and you have people looking for ways to remain there, and believers looking for ways to help people to make it as they remain there, you have people liquidating property and bringing it to the apostles for distribution. And people knew what was being given. Uh, this is how Ananias and Sapphira fell into sin That's because true. they wanted yep. to, to give an impression mm. that wasn't true about what they had done with the property that they sold. So I don't believe that all giving necessarily has to be anonymous. Our motives need to be right. Sure. So when the Bible talks yeah. about you know not knowing what, you know the right hand not knowing what the left hand is doing, that's really mm. dealing with motives. Mm. 
as the early portion of Acts makes clear. So what are your motives? To be seen, to be known? Do you, do you give this with sort of strings attached? You know, you're giving it, but it's still yours. Right. Uh, that would be wrong. Once you give it, you've given it for the Lord's sake and for the Lord's use, and you're trusting the people who are going to distribute it to do that work, which means you take your hands off of it. So you, you've given it, and what happens with it after that, people are going to give account for it to God, but you've done what you should do. So I, I think there's a lot of, of liberty and freedom in all these things. So Paul says in uh, 2 Corinthians 9, uh, you know, whoever sows sparingly reaps sparingly, whoever sows bountifully reaps bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, Absolutely. not reluctantly or under compulsion. And I want to think about that under compulsion for a second. So if somebody sells a property like this, or they may have received an inheritance of some sort, that happens from time to time, of course, should they give a portion of that to the church? Kind of like, I mean, in the same sense of like wages uh, earned. Yeah. So we, we, we should give, you know, with, with a cheerful heart. God loves a cheerful mm-hmm. giver. We should give as we were able, not under compulsion. But maybe some of these other ways in which we might accumulate some uh, money for ourselves doesn't yeah. mean that even in those ways we, we should be giving to the church. Well, the New Testament believer is not under the Old Testament law with respect to giving. So we're not commanded to tithe, mm-hmm. for example. There are people you know, who believe that whatever they have as income, they need to give 10% of that sure. as a tithe. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't believe the New Testament believers under the, the tithing law. But I do think the Old Testament tithe is instructive in a principle sense. And so I think the principle there is whatever we receive, we acknowledge as having come from God. And one of the ways that we acknowledge that is by giving a portion of it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good thing when we have any kind of gain to think about how can I make use of some of this for the glory of God? I don't think it has to be 10%. I know mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be according to the New Testament scriptures. Mm-hmm. The principles we've already talked about, you know, liberty, generosity, mm-hmm. for the glory of God, these are our motivations. So does someone have to take every bit of income they have and, and immediately give a, a portion of it in, in some way for ministry? I, no. But, but there is a kind of compulsion that's different than the verse you mentioned. The, the compulsion mentioned in the verse is human compulsion. Mm-hmm. Someone compelling you, you, you must give this. Yeah, right. That's not why we give. Yeah. But there's another kind of compulsion, and that's in my own heart, mm. as a sense of, of acknowledgement that this came from God and appreciation mm-hmm. for what he's given me. Mm. And Josh, I've just always found that when I come into some sort of gain that I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting, mm-hmm. there's a desire yeah. right, to take a True. portion of that and to make use of it for ministry mm-hmm. if, if I can. So that kind of compulsion, I think, can move people mm-hmm. to give, but mm-hmm. not, not human compulsion. What about a scenario, this is, uh, is, is, is probably a bad context to bring this up, but anyway, what about a scenario um, where someone wins something significantly in like a, a lottery of some sort? They're a Christian. Maybe they shouldn't have done that in the first place. Right. You'd probably say that. Right. Um, what should they do? Yeah. That, um, one, I would agree. I don't think they should have done that in the first place. Should they give it to the church, though? You know, that, yeah. that sort of thing. The, the lottery system is, in my view, a form of gambling. And mm. it's, not, it's not. So when you talk about it, it's actually a good thing for us to talk about. When, mm. when you talk about how do we glorify God with money, yeah. one of the ways we glorify him is the way that we make it. Sure. Yeah, the, way, the way that yeah. we get into it. And so we're taught not to try to become wealthy quickly. Uh, greed is driving people when they when they seek to do that. Yeah. So the way God's designed that we make money is work, and it may be mental work, it may be investment work, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, it's it's work. Mm-hmm. It's not as lost humanity would view it. It's not luck. It's it's not it's not just trying to come into wealth 
quickly through uh, some sort of, of game that the culture has set up whereby they're really ripping people off, gathering lots and lots of money, usually preying on poor people mm-hmm. who hope to make money quickly through yeah. the lottery. Yeah. So one, I would say don't play it. But then second, whether the person would, if let's just say in my view, they, they've, they've done something they shouldn't. Now they have this money. What should they do with it? If they're going to give it to the Lord's church, uh, maybe as an act of repentance. <laughs> um, but if they do that, I would I would not uh, notify anybody as to where that came from. Sure. Because if someone were to win the lottery and come to our church and say, I'd like to give this, and I know it's the lottery, the lottery money, yeah. I think the elders of our church would probably refuse, refuse it. it. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to be known as the church that the lottery built, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is the ministry the lottery supplied That's for. True. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels. So be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingandgrace.org.